Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Yamana Mitchell of Healing is Work Coaching, and she helps women make more money landing leadership roles and getting into roles that are fulfilling to them. Hey, Yamana, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, you're so, so welcome. So can you just outline a bit more about you know, where your business is today and the kind of women that you love working with? Yes. Uh, so my business today, I have been in business for a year um, as of February. And <clears throat> excuse me, I've had a couple of clients um, and they've been working on their building up their confidence. Um, one of them got a job that she really loves and it's paying a lot more than she said that she needed to make to meet the salary requirement for herself. And, um, yeah, they're, they feel confident in betting on themselves and asking those harder questions and things because of the work that we've done together and because of them working on believing in themselves, which is a really awesome thing to see people come around to. Love that. So when, when your clients come to you, um, what kind of position are they in? Where are they with themselves? And what is the, the kind of things that you need to start to, to unlock um, in order for them to get to the, the roles or the salary that they, mm-hmm. they know they deserve? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, most of the time we think that it's the relationship that we need to be happy or the finances that we need to be at a certain level of happiness. And often it's not really what's going on. That's just the surface level. There Mm. are um, lacks of um, self-worth, self-confidence, a lack of boundaries. Sometimes relationships are kind of uh, wiggly, don't really have a firm way of going about doing certain things, uh, just kind of falling into obligation instead of choice, Mm. that kind of thing. Um, and self-care is the biggest thing that is missing that I have seen people just not taking time for themselves or really knowing what it is that they're into or what they like or don't like, because they're so focused on taking care of everybody around them that they have been the last priority. Yeah, crumbs. That, that is the, the curse of the, the entrepreneur, the agency owner, the, the solopreneur, always looking after someone else. And you working with women who are in employment roles and they're trying to work their way up. The hats, the multiple hats 
that these ladies all wear because this modern world is there is so much responsibility and of course who gets put behind we do we always yeah. put ourselves last so is that one of the catalysts that you help your clients to see to be able to fuel them to go after what they are oh, what they want yeah the career coaching it's cute it's the sign on the door to let you know what i can help with if that's your jam but once we get in there we are going to dig all into all the aspects of life and how you feel about all of that comprehensively because how all the other things are going is going to tie into the bigger picture yeah i mean it all all fits in to one all the different aspects romance relationships family health finance work travel it, there are so many aspects of life yeah. so you you sell them what they want career coaching and then mm -hmm. you give them what they need once you find mm -hmm. okay okay where where are we going what is truly going on what's driving your current situation or your your dreams maybe yeah nice so what how did you get into the line of work to start with what what was it that triggered you to be like this is the business this is what i want to do the pandemic that happened to everyone forced me to sit down and have hard conversations about the obligations in my life the ones that i felt like were mine um mm. it required me to do really hard boundary work with my mother um and I've always been a coach naturally. Like people have always felt comfortable with sharing with me. Um, like I'm, I'm easy. I'm an easy listener. People feel comfortable just sharing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. People share. I listen. It works out. And so then when I was doing all the things that I did to do my own healing journey, um, and it had begun before the pandemic, but the pandemic was just like the straw that broke the camel's back. And it was like, yeah. okay, you've really got to get your shit together. And then I started saying, okay, well, what could I do that I like to do naturally? And by day, I'm an accountant. That's what I went to college for. And I do enjoy that, but not as much as I do helping people see their potential and then unlocking those doors and blowing mm. the hinges off those doors. Um, and so just started doing like workshops and masterclasses and learning what this could look like, uh, learned about public speaking and coaching and the different things that kind of fall in that arena. And then I was like, you know what, I, I think I could do this. And then I invested in a coach that has done at the very least more than I've done and has the groundwork and did the steps and I've been taking uncomfortable action ever since. <laughs> Fantastic. and now i'm getting used to being uncomfortable so it's not as uncomfortable so that's nice <laughs> i'm glad you're enjoying the the, the roller coaster that's the ride that is going to your own business but it sounds like from what you said earlier you you fit the description of your perfect avatar because you have your career which is comfortable and you, you kind of know it and you kind of enjoy it but damn it this kind of coaching is where you can make the biggest impact yeah so as you follow your own your own processes what is it like to 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 see what you want to to finally be able to say that and now try and piece together your own business it 
it feels like it should be easy because you have the creative freedom to do whatever you want. But it's like being at the Cheesecake Factory when there's too many choices, because then it's like, I, I don't I don't know how to make this loose, ethereal thing have structure. Mm. So it's bringing the structure together and then recognizing that there's no right way to do it. There may be more efficient ways or whatever, but the way that life you you like what you like and you don't like what you don't like, but you don't know until you try things. Business is the same way. I mean, I have tried software and been like, mm, that's not the one. Video service. <laughs> you know, you, you, you take a thing and you switch it out and you see what fits where and uh-huh. you keep on going forward and you course correct as you see fit because it's ever changing. Um, and so... Yeah, I, sometimes I sit back and I laugh at the parallels that I see between entrepreneurship and just life things. Mm. Um, even when I have conversations with friends, it's like, well, I know that you're not in coaching. In my mind, I'm saying this, but it's like, hmm, well, randomly, this thing that I've learned in X, Y, Z, what do you think about that? And it all just, it all overlaps. Everything kind of applies everywhere if you allow it to teach you something. Yeah, I mean, the- Everything is choice. There's the word that you pulled out, choice. Now with a business, I mean, obviously when you start your own business, you have to wear every single hat in it. The entirety of the yes, you say yes. You don't just say yes to being an amazing coach. It's you say yes to being the accountant. You've got that nailed down. But the marketer, the salesperson, the fulfillment, uh, the creative, all these different things that we have to do to start with before we bring people in. And the choice, yeah, you you can do this wherever you want. You've got every single platform available to you at your fingertips right now. Every different media, every different style. You've probably been inundated with adverts saying you can do it this way, get 10,000 leads by doing this. This system will earn you a million dollars in two seconds, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? So choice. Oh my gosh, there's all these things you can do. And that leads to overwhelm and paralysis of, ah, there's too much. Is that how you feel? Uh, in the beginning of things, yes. And I would even say up until, so I did a program, a coaching program. It was a group program in September. And it's the highest I've uh, spent to invest in myself. Um, and it was some of the most challenging work, but it challenged me in ways that I would not have done on my own. So, Mm. yeah, I mean, even as recent as just six months ago, it very much feels like things have shifted from there to, to where I am now. So what did that program bring out in you? What did it unlock? What did it tell you to, to do? It feels like I'd already heard so many of those things before, but it had certain structures in place that you could follow. Mm. Um, And also it just, there were different challenges and things. There were homework assignments, but all of the different challenges and exercises made me realize that I could do a thing. I just have to get out of my head and out of my own way and stop trying to make it perfect or make it 
not make it make sense, but kind of make it make sense. I mean, everything's not going to land and to just be experimental and to see what lands and who responds and, you know, learning from the different resources and technologies that are available, letting those things help you out and monitor and give feedback. And it made me believe that I could wear all the hats efficiently enough. Mm. Yeah, and it's that's how you what I would your, say. How you put your spin on it? Because with all of those things, it's how you actually move forward. How you put your spin on it for yeah? How you want to market? How you want to do fulfillment? Um, the clients. Are you still learning? You know what? Who is your perfect client? Who you actually want to be working yeah. with, and who responds better to get the best results? So you still get to sort yeah. of play with that. Yeah, it's very much been, so the program ended in December. It's still Mm -hmm. very much been integration. I'm still figuring out how to add all these layers of things that I've learned into my business. Um, And I do feel like the last piece of it that I've not quite done is that lead generation piece. And -hmm. it's really, I think that there's just the overwhelm of, here's the thing. I, Mm -hmm. under normal circumstances, I'm an introverted extrovert love people but i can only people for so long and then i go to networking functions regularly and then there's following up with those people plus now that you have these new people added into the mix plus you have friend circles plus all the old people that you've met there's just this ongoing conversation (laughs) and every time you add somebody into the mix the ball just gets bigger and it's i don't know i don't know it feels like a lot um so it sounds to me it's you have thanks to your your previous call you have all the like systems in place you have the strategies it's like okay cool i've got the things i got the business the mechanics the structure set up or set up enough for now it's now a case of shit okay now now i've got to do the thing and actually implement and when things drop in for you, it's you know the lead generation, the outreach, the follow-up, the continued follow-up, more people coming in the top. How do I do this? How do I meet people? Digital, you know, in person. There's a lot there. It's an it's emotionally, it's like, do I have the bandwidth yeah. to engage that much? I don't know. <laughs> but I guess the only way to figure out is to see. True. Absolutely. But and you're in a Mm, I think you've got the blessing and the curse here. You've got the comfort of full-time job. You're like so many solopreneurs uh, we talk to that are trying to make that step. You've got the comfort of the job. So there's no, there's no real push to go and do this, apart from the push that you give yourself um, or that twang you get when it's like, damn it, I wish I was doing that full-time. So yeah. What is it for you? Because you've been doing this for a year. You've put your systems in place. You've started to find your voice and your program and the clients. But what is it that's stopping you from going all in and saying, hell, yes, I'm doing this? I think I'm scared. (laughs) Uh, I mean, because here's the thing. I think that once I do it, I'm going to have to hire somebody probably, and I'm going to have to leave my job. I'm going to have to do 
that big step. And I don't know that feels, it feels far off in my mind. Like I know that that's what I want, but it still does not feel within reach. Mm, so because I don't have the revenue. But okay. once it's there, then it's like, mm, now what's oh. your excuse? We, we were joking offline uh, before we, we started this recording and saying about, you know, the systems you have in place. And it's like, got this done, I got this done. Shit, now uh, I've run out of excuses. I, I now have to do this. It sounds like it's a similar kind of sort of feeling coming up now where you're scared because the next step, it, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. I mean, there might be a blessing here. You don't know how hard it should be. If you don't know how hard it should be, you're going to make it a huge. If you know how much, how hard it could be, oh my gosh, you will fall into that trap. So hiring, leaving your job, leaving a, a version of yourself behind as you find your new identity. I think your body will probably be screaming no, because a part of you is going to die. It's tough. <laughs> it, it, it sounds dramatic, but it's like it's kind of, that's what Katie says all the time. Yeah. You know, part of you will die and it's mm -hmm. it's okay and that part is going to be clinging on for dear life yeah so it'll put everything in your head to say here's why you shouldn't do it here's oh my gosh what what if it doesn't work what if this what if that's there's where the voice comes from i'm gonna tell you something else that's funny because my job it's not a stressful job in general but there are aspects of it that stress me out mm -hmm. And I have arrived at a place now where I can say that my day job is the last piece of dysfunction still lingering in my life. And so I'm ready to part ways, but also I'm terrified of what that looks like. I don't, I don't know what that means. I know what it means like theoretically, but I don't really know what that means. Yeah. But... I'm I'm ready to release it. I know that it is not a thing that needs to continue to occupy space and also fear of the unknown. I love your declaration and be careful with that because you just declared to the universe, to God, to source. That's that is the last bit of dysfunction. That is your last hurdle. Yeah. Oh, you are so damn close. That's incredible. Yeah. So how do we it's help you move song. through this? Because you're going to be helping your women, your <laughs> clients go through the same thing in a different situation, but it's the same thing. That first, oh, that first hurdle. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Um, another thing that I feel like I've been, and it's kind of an excuse, but not real, but kind of. <laughs> There is, um, there's a production that I'm going to be a part of, um, and we're recording next month. And so I have to sit down and come up with my stories. Mm. Uh, there are six episodes and they're two to four minutes and I have to have this prepared by Thursday morning. I have written nothing and I postponed last week because I had nothing up until then. So it, so then it's been, oh, well, I need to work on this story thing. And so I can't lead generate until I've done the story thing. The story thing's going to be over next month and I need to sit down and do it. And I've been procrastinating on that too. I don't know if it's like, I like a challenge at the very end. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
And I'm frustrated with myself when these <laughs> things happen, but also it's like, here I am again doing it. <laughs> and there is that cycle. Avoidance being triggered when you have it and then justifying, complaining, deflecting, and then back to avoidance. <laughs> There's your circle right now because it's fear. It's being scared. Yes. So what's holding you? A story thing. Okay, this is all connected. I'm not sure if you see, mm -hmm. see it, but these things, they're all the same and I'll piece this together for you later. Okay. But the stories, let's focus on that one thing right now. You've got to, what, create a two to four minute story? Mm-hmm six times and then there's themes there's like themes for each of them i've gotten guidance i just have not sat down and done it and i don't know if i don't know if it's because i'm weird about talking about myself like i don't mind sharing stories but like organically the way that we're having a conversation right now me just sitting mm -hmm. and saying let me tell you about one time when i was in seventh grade and blah I, I don't know. I've I've never story told in this fashion or really thought of it as story. I don't know. I don't. But I've always been the woman behind the curtain until I had my business launch last year. Uh -huh. And then I had to be the face of things. And so even regular content is something I have finally gotten into a groove of. Um, but I very much have been the woman behind the scenes. And I feel like that's kind of the apprehension with the story thing. Cause it's like, oh, I'm talking about me. Mm. Yeah. Always been the one hiding. A lot of entrepreneurs have to be the face of the business, especially coaches. I mean, I, yeah. I went through this when we first started and all those imposter syndrome comes in. Who am I to do this? Um, people are going to laugh at me. The, the old people that know me are going to say this and who are you to do this? And Oh my God, I haven't got the experience yet. You know, a lot of coaching at the time of things I've heard were, you, you can't think that, that's not true. Da -da. My approach is different. It's like, yeah, it's, it's all fucking true. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't have the experience. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you know, someone else is doing it better? Yeah, probably. Cool. Let's say all those things are true. Yeah. Great. Done. Now what are you can do with that? And the biggest thing I, I say this all the time, especially on this podcast, is yeah, it's all been done before. All your stories mm -hmm. have been told before, mm -hmm. but never by you. Yep. The coaching, career coaching, life coaching, there's a gazillion people out there doing it, but yep. not with your style and your personality. So maybe these short stories, this is a way to get you guidance because storytelling, ah, storytelling is the way forward. Storytelling yeah. is how you market your business. You're struggling with lead generation. You're struggling with outreach. It's all about stories. So if we can mm -hmm. start to unlock this and get you excited for these stories, the doors that it might unlock are huge. Yeah. And there's the dread with the feeling forced by a timeline to do a thing instead of just letting it kind of flow. I know everything can't just flow. Sometimes, you know, you got to do a thing by a time. Hold on. Hold on. Let me call you out on that bullshit. <laughs> okay. You've not had a time for your business and you, you're dragging this out rather than being like, I'm all in, I'm going to get this done. So with that, without a self-imposed timeline, you've been able to drift and fear is guiding you right now. This yeah. authority is giving you a timeline and you don't like that either. So you don't like being put to do something. You don't like 
well, you like being open because you're in this comfort zone. I, on a podcast, I can see you laughing away, everyone listening at home. It's I'm glad you're laughing rather than crying or scowling. At me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's when we can see this and laugh at it and be like, shit, yeah, I am doing that. Hey, now we're back to your word you raised earlier, choice. Now you're a choice. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do what you've always done? Or can we both agree right now that your gift, what you do, how you create a space for your ladies, how dare you keep that to yourself any longer? That's a gift. So if this is a one baby step to get these stories, talk about yourself with confidence and gusto and be like, yeah, hell yeah, that's me. Yes, you mm-hmm. should know about this. And this is just practice because you know in a month's time, three months time, maybe six months, you'll be getting the clients that you need with the volume that you need to do the, to get rid of that one. What did you call it? The, uh, the one thing, the one resistance, one bit, that of you dysfunction. Have. Mm-hmm. one bit of dysfunction. There you are. One of your yeah. stories has to be on dysfunction. There's a monkey there. There's something there. If one of your stories can, maybe the stories can all feed together to be, this is from this moment forward. How do I move myself forward? One story can be about dysfunction. One story can be about trust. One story can be about choice. That's your word from earlier. That was my word of the year last year. What's your word for this year? Wonder. Wonder. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exploring, staying curious, childlike wonder. Curiosity, my favorite word. Yes, mm-hmm. curiosity. There you go. There's another one. How can you just magically nurture these themes into your stories and make it fun? Yeah. Here's one more tool for you as you go through this, because it is tough. You're going through a tough transition. Okay. It's the most glorious first step that we all look back on and say, oh, I can't believe I fucking did that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But the law of polarity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right now, you may see it as this work hustle or grind or it's tough. You're focusing way too much on that hard work and hustle side. You need to move that law of polarity, move that needle over to play. So hold those two things as true. There's the hustle and there's play. There's a time when hustle's needed. Absolutely. However, with your line of work, with your... Uh, with what you're going through right now, that keep that word play in your mind. Yeah. Come back to play. How can it be more playful? From that yeah. vibration, from that, those brainwaves that you've got, ah, oh, more creativity comes and more of you comes out rather than what you think should be there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. And I think that's what my concern has been. It feels like, the times that I've tried to sit down and do the stories, it's like I'm trying to fit it in in between instead of giving it space to just kind of breathe and figure out what it wants to be. So maybe, I don't know, coloring or listening to some fun music and dancing before, setting the mood for this story window. Yeah. That might be the move. Love that. Inspiration is good. Um, mm-hmm. Quote from... Um, Elizabeth Gilbert 
she talks about inspiration okay and says hey inspiration you want to date it you want to be like an, an affair you're going to go and have mm-hmm. a, a sneaky drink with it <laughs> dress up you want to dress up for inspiration because oh my gosh you want inspiration to come back and be like yes yeah yes we're doing this so yeah whatever you can do to have fun with it you'll find your own crazy ways we all have our own different tactics for this but uh hey this has been this has been playful this has been fun agreed i may even set this tripod up later and just play dress up and talk to myself on camera to get these stories out that might be fun because i do laugh i laugh at me a whole lot (laughs) great idea yes whatever flows whatever comes naturally that could be so much fun so yeah this has been helpful thank you hey you're so so for for confirming this fear because this is a thing also i had this conversation with friends uh late february that sometimes Mm. there's like a real deal hindrance and then sometimes there's fear and i have to stop allowing the fear to be what's driving when it's not the other thing and here we are at the fear yeah i've been letting fear i've been letting fear win it has to come with us but get in the back seat with the ipad Mm-hmm. The rest of the kids just get in the back. Some headphones on. Headphones. <laughs> when you're needed, please come forward and help me. But until that time, and right now in this modern world, yeah. not much that you need fear to really drive. So yeah. um has to come with us. Just don't let it touch the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Easier yeah. said than done. But again, holding these things true. Yeah. Ah, Yamana, thank you so much for for sharing your story and how you're starting your business and all the women that you've helped so far and countless hundreds and thousands that you're going to be helping in the future thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you so much for having me this was great hey you're so so welcome look if people listening at home would like to get in touch and say yeah i'd like you to be able to coach me through my my career um where can they find you online Yes. So you can find all the things that I have going on at YamanaMitchell.com. Y-A-M-I-N-A-H, Mitchell with two L.com. If you just want to book a call with me to see if or how I may be able to help you with coaching, chatwithyams.com. That's Y-A-M-Z. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone go check that out. And Yamana, thank you so, so much. It's been so much fun. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so please do all those things we'll be ever so grateful and then more people hear your beautiful voice or yours oh yeah <laughs> see you next time bye <laughs>